Is your product or service stuck in Twitter under what seems like a massive pile of freezing cold snow? Let Overlord Services plow you out and expose this product to the rest of the world. For only $20 for three months of our enhanced service, we will create nifty images with your logo and information and post them on a daily basis. They also have yearly discounted rates. I am a client of Overlord Services, and I do have to say that not only are their services excellent, but they're really nice people. They post up my episodes multiple times per day for all of my shows without fail. And the communication that they have is second to none. I would greatly recommend that you try them out. Head to their shop at co-fi.com slash overlord svcs. Again, that's coffee.com slash overlord services and click on shop below. When you purchase their services... Let them know Derek sent you. Timer, five minutes. Okay, Scar. So I'm 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 disappointed in people. Um, there was a very, very good uh summer band battle this weekend. Uh, I saw what you said about that on Facebook. I was gonna ask you about that. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Um, the summer bands um in some high schools, but not really, but summer bands particularly uh have um, males in auxiliary, mm-hmm. which doesn't really happen, especially in the college ranks. You don't have a lot of males in auxiliary unless they're unless they're twirlers. Uh, that's the only time you really see males in auxiliary for the most part. Um, but Georgia, Georgia's mass band, which is fantastic, and they just beat New Orleans. Um, they they. Um, one of the one of the big streamers, um, Showtime Web, he his his stream, the front of his stream was uh Georgia's entrance. And Georgia is led by their dancers, and their dancer was their their lead dancer was a guy. Okay. And that because and it wasn't even like they were talking about like his ability. It was just the fact that he was there. Um and I'll say this, that motherfucker can dance his ass off. And like, if you ever watch that stuff and it is, there's a gentleman on New Orleans also, but he's in the back. Um, they, I think they have three in Georgia. They had, they had more last year in New Orleans. Um, but they, those, 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 those gentlemen can fucking dance. And the fact that also it's a band event. And there is a whole kick-ass fucking band behind him. And a bunch of kick-ass dancers. And we only are focusing on the fact that he's a man. You would think in this day and age where so you think you can dance the hit show and 
uh, World of Dance is a hit show, and there's all of these wonderful outlets for dancing that have men dancing in a million different ways, like ballet and contemporary and modern and all that. You would think that folks wouldn't be like that about men dancing, but it never fails to people never fail to fail me. I think that's the best way to put it. And that's how I've always said it is that you give a nigga a rope. They want to be a cowboy. So I'm just like, you know what, if y'all going to be homophobic, if y'all going to be, if y'all going to be wild now because a man is dancing, first of all, if he's dancing at college level or at high school level, either, or that means he's really fucking talented. Uh Uh-huh. Like those levels are so hard to get to that I'm just like, you know what? Y'all just saying y'all ain't educated. Y'all ain't educated. Y'all just be mad about being mad. Here's the most fucked up part about the situation, right? When someone gets up in arms about this, like they discredit all of the men who are actually behind these lines Mm -hmm. that are actually teachers. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, like all of these, there's, there's plenty of men that are, that are teaching and, and choreographing and all of this kind of stuff. And like, they, you know, this is one of their only, only places where they can have an outlet in this fashion. Mm -hmm. And you spend all of your time talking about masculinity and all of this kind of stuff. I mean, Two things. First of all, it's Georgia. Mostly, it's Atlanta. It, it's, it's it's Atlanta. Take that information for what you will. Second of all, like, like you ain't even talked about his actual skill. That dude is talented, and like, if you are talented in anything, that should be fucking celebrated. Mm-hmm. And like, we we they're spending all of this time talking about masculinity and feminization of black men and all of this other stuff. So basically, it's, what it sounds like is a black father group in band form. Well, yeah. Well, here's the thing: it's not the band people that are really talking about this. It's the people who see this on Facebook, the people who saw saw this this video on Facebook that are commenting, and these are not band fans, and they 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 do this, and I know for Showtime Web. He has a lot of people that are not in the these groups that follow his videos and stuff like that. Um, and um, they do this a lot of times with the dancers in general, where they see the dancers and they wear their outfits and things of that nature. And then people just call them, oh, they're just dancing like strippers. And it's like, did you actually watch them dance? Like, you're just saying it because they're wearing a leotard in tights. Like, you know, like, and it's just like, why do they have to look like that? Um, you know, why can't they be presentable and all of this other shit? And it's just like, people, people are fucked up. But like, like, we we need to we need to go back to a culture where we talk about things that we love more than we talk about things that we hate. Okay, when does that ever happen? Exactly. Um, I think, I think, I think before the internet, like we before before the internet and before social media, when you had conversations with your friends, you talked about things that you loved. Yeah, I mean, and then when you I got into a, groups, you talked about things that you hated. A group, a group no, meeting in real life is just a social media chat today. No, I don't think so. I don't think so because I mean, I'm I'm from the era that 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 had a significant portion of my life before and after computers basically um so like i know the conversations that i was having with my friends and and friends of friends and all of this kind of stuff what about friends of enemies 
I mean that too, but like you know, like if we if it was something that we hated, like it wasn't really that big of a deal. It wasn't okay. it wasn't the same thing. And I, I perfect timing. I hope I hope that we can I hope that we can get back to some semblance of uh, talking about something that we love more than we keep focusing on the things that we hate, because those those things unite us. Okay, cool. So, um, Brandy, you got thoughts on that? No, cool. No. Um, I have thoughts. I said them already. I'm not going to repeat it. People never fail to fail me. Um, homophobic motherfuckers is out there like they ain't sitting there watching these little kids on TikTok and Facebook dancing and then posting it up with black boy joy. People just want to be mad about shit. Anyways, welcome to another one. The season finale of season four. I'm Derek. That's Scar. That's Brandon. Brandon, how are you doing? I'm great. Scar, how are you doing? Puff, puff, pass. Diggity, puff, puff, puff. Vape tube every day. Vapity hoobah. Um. <laughs> so this episode, I, 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 I watched, Brandon. I watched. I just want to let you know that I watched this so then I can tell you exactly this. First of all, you and my homeboy, Jay, are pretty much just alike in your attraction to women who aren't um, like your, your main squeeze type women. Like your main squeeze type woman is Brandy. And then after that, it's women from New Orleans. And then after that, it's... Crystal Goderich, and I figured it out because I watched her. Crystal Goderich. Crystal Goderich is not in my top 10. What are you talking about? Crystal Goderich is the hottest woman on the show. Yeah, I figured out why she why you love her so much. So she's ratchet. She I said that last I said that episode back. And y'all tried to tell me it wasn't because she was ratchet. And I said no, because she's ratchet. No, you said she was ratchet. I said she she got energy. No, she does the duck lips, and she's stupid. I, I watched her again, and I was like, okay, what is it that makes her personality different How from the rest stupid? of them? She's dumb. She figured this shit out? No, she didn't. She still thinks it's Estee Lauder. I mean, that's not an unreasonable thing to think from But she position. didn't figure it out, and she still thinks it's Estee Lauder. Yeah, but that doesn't make you stupid. That's like me figuring out that Santa Claus isn't real, and I and you ask me how I know, and I go into a diatribe about Teletubbies. Oh, fine, you still came to the conclusion that there's two people fighting over human trials in medicine. That's exactly what this show is about, and and exactly what Felix and Art were but so her, amazed by, like. Because, but she thinks that it's in cosmetics. She's not well, that's thinking she's about from a beautician. That's what she's going to think. No, because she's inherently stupid. They even said she's stupid. They were like, she's stupid, but she's still on track somehow. Because <laughs> yeah, she's not stupid. She's a beautician, so she's going to think in terms of her life experiences. If you tell her. See, what happened was, like I told you, she don't look nothing like Sarah. I tried to tell you that. You ain't listen to me. She looks just like Sarah because they're clowns. She looks nothing like Sarah. They don't look anything alike. If I saw those two people in real life as made up as they are in the show, I would not think they are clones. You that wouldn't. would not come to my No. Would they have to be side by side for that to I work? Would. I would think they look like sisters at least. Exactly. Do they have to be Maybe side by sisters. side for you they to think not, that they 
They would like, not be identical sisters to me. They look like they identical twins where one just went her own way and learned about like makeup. Twins at me at all. Yeah. The other one, one looks like Allison, went her own way and learned about makeup. The other one looks Allison like Allison and Rachel look like identical twins. One one of them looks like Plies. The other one looks like <laughs> like Kirk Franklin. Like Kirk Franklin. Or or one of them looks like Pharrell. The other one looks like Fredro Starr. Um, but the bottom line they is they look alike. Yes, very a lot much of so. people look alike. That don't mean you like a clone. A whole lot of people look alike. I mean, one looks like Dave Chappelle, other one looks like Bokeem Woodbine. Like, what are we talking about here? I am. yes, thank you. You're proving my point. They look similar, but they don't look alike. That's I'm my point right now. And I mean, you're literally telling me that somebody who's played by the same person doesn't look alike. Yes, I know, right? <laughs> That's what. Yes, because like, one's wearing makeup and one's not. That's what I'm saying. Does your wife wear the same with every one, single hairstyle and makeup? No. If she totally different. meant, if she totally mentioned the breast difference, like she's not wearing a push-up bra. Yeah. It. You it know what? I, I will say this. Crystal was the most enjoyable part of this episode for me. Like every time she opened her mouth, I laughed uproariously. Um. But yes, this was the season finale of this ep- of this uh, of season four uh, from Dancing Mice to Psychopaths, and honestly, we got to see that Martin Duco kill or is the one who shot uh, Delphine, but because he before he could finish it off, uh, Crystal's ringtone just happened to go off. Like y'all niggas don't mute your shit. Y'all, I, I mean, I, I literally I have to tell everybody to be quiet so I can hear what a vibration is on my phone. I have no idea what my ringtone is. Want me to call you? No, because my phone is always on vibrate. So I, I, I don't, <laughs> I do not turn the volume up on on my ringer. I never do. I mean, it's, it's a consequence of having to turn the ringer off at work. Yeah. So so much because I wasn't supposed to have my phone, so I just turned the ringer off, and mm-hmm. then I just never turned it back on. And it like, just becomes a habit until that day. Like I was in a situation where I actually put my phone fully on mute. I don't know. Maybe I double tapped the. Uh, the I did. The I did. Button. I did that before. That's there's nothing quite like it. Where it's like, hey, I lost my phone. Everybody's like, all right, we're gonna look for it. Uh, somebody calling. You're like, nah, it's on a uh, vibrate. And they're like, all right, everybody be real quiet. And then you realize you put it on mute. Then, then you know you can just go to the website, and make it ring, right? I, I can go to my phone. I could go to Nisha's phone and make it ring. We're on a family, like I set up the family thing when Devin no. first got his phone. No, like if you got like an Android phone, you like go to Google and like this. Yeah, but I could just go to her phone because we all have the we're all on this family uh, app together, so you can find a phone by okay. making it sound off. Same as when you do the find my iPhone thing from an Apple phone. Right. You can do all that stuff. Um, But yeah, no, losing your phone because it's on mute has to be humiliating this day and age. But back in those days where everybody had the music ringtone, like mine was Go Dumb by uh, the Federation. Mine was uh, next episode when um, when Hold Up. When that part started, that was my favorite ringtone of all time. But when I actually got a job, because I had I had the uncensored version um, uh, of Nate Dog, um, but when I actually got a job, it was actually the um, the instrumental to "Gotta Get You" by um, by Jermaine Dupri. I love that. I love that. By piece. Cisco, not oh, Jermaine Dupri. What what was your ringtone, Brandon? 
Uh, I have no idea. It's been a long time since I had a ringtone. I, I I think really when I was like, I focused more on my notifications than I did my actual ringer. Um, my mine went back and oh, forth. With, I did with have the, a ringtone. I used to have a Nextel. I used to have a Nextel. And it had like the loud shit that would ring. And I had some song from a Lil Wayne mixtape. I don't remember. I used to, I I had an odding cable and everything. Like I used to work, I used to work, I used to work customer care for Nextel. So I used to sell ringtones, all kinds of shit. Um, because I had the cable that I hooked up to my computer. Um I hated that job. But I love making the extra money, but, um, but yeah, my, my using the achievement unlocked tone for notifications or the, um, the agility orb sound from crackdown as for notifications used to be my jam dog. Mine is, uh, the changing the from transformers when they would go to the next scene word for the cartoon. Yeah. I like that. So if you see me a, hold on, matter of fact, if I took my phone off mute, because I was silly enough to do that, and I got a text message, that's what you would hear. Would be the robots in not the robots in disguise, but the instrumental version of that. I'm really proud of that one. Like that took a second to okay. find. Are you taking your phone off mute so I can send you a text message? Uh give me a second. All right, go ahead and send me. I don't even need you to send me a text message. Nah, I want to send you a text message. There. That sounds annoying. Damn. That don't annoy you? No, it's the Transformers. It was very robust. Thank you. Also, I need to be able to hear with a bunch of loud children around me. <laughs> also, also, there was a that that got sampled in um it was three six mafia. Who gives a fuck where you're from? Who I think gives a fuck who sampled it. so um yeah delphine is about to get murdered but they just happen to hear crystal (laughs) with her uh with her loud ass ringtone and it's duco and uh duco's coming to the car to crystal behind and then another car starts nobody ever turns quietly in a parking garage there's always somebody with bad brakes so I was coming around the corner. Oh, that was that was actually a K Slay song. Okay, I still don't. I still don't care. Um, he just passed. He, you got to. You got to. You chill out. He just passed. Who? K Slay. The drama king. Yes. He's dead. Yeah, COVID. Then why the fuck do I care? Nigga, get the shot. I mean. Nigga, get the shot. Look, April 17th. Look, fam, I know I shouldn't feel like this about a lot of people, but if you die from something that could be avoided, like know. wearing a mask and getting a shot, I don't really I mean, know what to tell I, you I, in this day I, and age. I think it was it was said that it was COVID. Well, actually. Nope, Wikipedia said it was COVID. If you um, there's, uh, I I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. I don't have the sympathy for you if you die by something that's avoidable, like the niggas who burn down their houses because they're trying to kill a spider with a blowtorch. It's, I don't have anything for you. 
Yeah, I got. I'm not. I'm, I'm not donating to your GoFundMe to get you a new house. I'm. I'm up for my my second booster this month. Right. Me too, and I'm going to get it. So, nah, man, no, no, no. Just don't tell me how people die anymore. I'll feel better if I just think they die by um, natural causes. I mean, we don't know if he got the shot. I mean, likely not, but, like, we don't know. Oh, no, I just know that there's a lot more black folks than I thought there were out there not believing and getting vaccinated, but got vaccinated for everything else. And they're wondering, hey, man, why are people still getting sick from COVID? Like, nigga, you can get the flu shot and still get the flu. Why all that like, stupid? Well, you never, you never get the flu because you always got a cold. Why are you assuming people get that's the a, flu that's shot? That's a, that's a, what's his name, Lewis? I don't know. I just, I just, I just thought that it was commonplace now. Do you get the flu shot, Brandon? Yes. I do. But it's I just, not commonplace. I thought it was. I didn't know that these niggas were literally running from the flu shot. I don't get a flu shot. What? A lot of people don't get the flu shot. It's not Is it because it's not on your insurance? The only time I have ever gotten a flu shot, I felt you so got fucking sick? awful. I got I felt so awful. They made me do it when Pooh Bear was a baby. That is the only time. But but I will say this. That flu shot is the reason why I'm a podcaster today. Please don't give me the backstory. That's a part where you're supposed to give me the backstory. What the fuck? Like, where's our timing at on this? I, I was really sick and I was loaded up on all the kind of cold medicine that I could uh I could take at that point. And I did and I was invited on to a podcast and I was high as fuck, but I was very entertaining. And most people were like, hey, if you do a podcast, we would listen to that. And that's why I started podcasting. Okay. Shout out to JVB in the post-game report. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Um, okay, yeah. Had to think about where we were. So, the car skeet skirts around the corner, and so Duco puts away his gun and leaves, and Crystal's still alive, which we knew because we see her right now anyway. But uh, she runs to Delphine, who's groaning, and then a van comes up to him, and Dr. Van Leer and some helpers get out. And Van Leer's like, get the fuck out of the way, Crystal! <laughs> And she's like, how like, do you know my name? He said that shit way too easy. Like, like he said that he's, shit like, shut the fuck up, Hannah. Like, get the fuck out of the way, Crystal. And he said that shit like, shut the fuck up, Scar. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I promised that I would no longer say that. Why are you bringing up old shit? Man, shut the fuck up, Scar. Hey, he man, didn't like Crystal. that. Crystal saved I, Delphine's life. Didn't no, even mean didn't. to. Crystal, <laughs> did Crystal is a superhero no, just Crystal did, through areas. Crystal, Crystal did not save Delphine's life. Whoever the fuck called her saved Delphine's life. That is true. <laughs> her forgetting to put her phone on vibrate at her job saved Delphine's life. But, yeah, she's like, how do you know my name? And he's like, hmm. And they pick, her, they pick up Delphine and put her into the van and take her somewhere. And, by the way, she was smart enough to remember the face of a random white dude. A random white dude who told her to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Look, remember look, the faces look, of random look, white Brandon, dude I see for Brandon, 20 seconds? Brandon, Brandon, one thing I know, one thing I know is that every white woman remembers the face of somebody who has maligned them because that's how niggas get shot every day, B. <laughs> right? 
I didn't mm. it, they saw that nigga in the in in that hotel lobby who wasn't even in the wrong. She ran up on him like she had full strength. <laughs> look, look, you can tell Van Leer has has siblings because he hit her with the move. Dang! Like <laughs> damn crystal. <laughs> Say something for the whales, Crystal. <laughs> move! <laughs> Don't you move? That's how you, you. do. <laughs> All of us with siblings, we know that. We've heard that many. You many know, you, you know what? You know the exact <laughs> pitch for that. Move! Right? Are we were talking about? I saw that thing where they were talking about um, um, black sayings that uh, get uh, they get misconstrued in public settings or like at work and stuff like that. Get the someone, the same in the creek, don't rise. Yeah, no, but like so, no, so the, the 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 I'm scared of you. Like when they had to explain, yeah, no, you have fired. to say you have to say that at a certain pitch. <laughs> you have I'm to say scared that. Scared of you, otherwise it's white yeah. folks saying it. Yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta say it in that pitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that shit has to be pitch perfect. Mm-hmm. Or else you going home. But yeah, they stabilized uh, Delphine and took her to a wedding helicopter. And Delphine has fuzzy images of being transported and doctors waiting, uh, working on her and more transport. Then her vision settles in a cabin in a bedroom with a man looking at her. The same white bearded man that Rachel's been seeing visions of. And uh, Kasima is at Susan's Island and she fucks around and gets the cure like she's like yo i did it and i feel like if this is the 80s what a feeling would have been playing in the background <laughs> like that would have been a montage and she looked over susan's shoulder and then susan came around with some milk and cookies and sat it on the on the on the uh desk and then there would have been a scene where Kasima fell asleep at the desk with her head on the desk and, and susan would have put a blanket over her back and then this and susan susan is like like quietly got herself out the room and then Cosima's computer did a street fighter. Susan was like, oh, you got it? You got it? Cool. Bye. Lock door. <laughs> now she hit her ass with a bet. <laughs> oh, you did this. Bet. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be right back. All right. Uh, you stay right here. You stay right here. I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> Sarah lost a fight to a disabled woman this episode. Hey, Who's Sarah surprised found her? out she ain't got hands, and Rachel is nuts. Rachel could not have hit her that hard with that fucking cane. She can barely stand. She ain't getting no uh, energy on that. Madam, Madam has... Madam has been using a wheelchair and been propping herself up on her arms for I don't her know how many, are, hey, how many months. <laughs> like, so, she got so, she got arms. She got so arms. Brandon, there's a movie from the <laughs> 80s called Breaking. Did you ever see it? No. With Turbo and Ozone? Okay, it's on the list. But there's a scene where a nigga who is literally paralyzed from the waist down comes up to the, the cardboard box for their breakdancing. And he is on his crutches, and then he throws his crutch to the side. And he's standing on his wobbly legs that, you know, he can't use. 
and then he starts just doing handstands and doing all the breakdance moves yeah. solely a on hand, his hands. A handstand yeah, that makes sense. A handstand windmill. That's so the like, same way she is. No, that's <laughs> not the same way she is. Arm. Because you are describing an activity that can be done strictly on arm strength. Swinging but, a bat or a stick of some sort <laughs> requires a base to do. Have you ever played baseball? I played baseball. You can't float and swing a baseball. It ain't gonna hit nothing. You ain't gonna do nothing. The ball, the ball's not gonna go anywhere. No matter. You could be the strongest man in the world. The ball's not gonna go anywhere. You have to have hips and legs and to swing to hurt someone with a bat. She she probably stunned Sarah, but she didn't fucking disable Sarah with a hit from a stick like that. Sarah got hit. She started fighting back. They got answered. They got stabbed. All like, I know Sarah, is she got hit in the face and that What a Feeling song came on again. Yeah, like, she she was just completely unaware of what was behind her. And she just, that was a blindside for your ass. She did get blindsided. She was like, she, she, which one of y'all, which one of y'all kicked me? Right. <laughs> yeah, Sarah, Sarah is not, I mean, I mean, the only time we've seen Sarah actually, like, really, like, punch somebody is when she punched Mark, right? When she punched Mark, but Mark was standing there waiting to get punched. Like, mm-hmm. this, that's the only, like, real kind of fight. She was like, fight. I got to punch you, so then it looks like you got punched. And then she punched him. Right. That's the only real fight we've ever seen her get in. I feel that. So, um... Kasima's display shows access denied. It looks like she got a computer problem. Then the Skype goes out, and they're like, it must be the Wi-Fi. So they call uh, Rachel, and Rachel's like, it's a Wi-Fi on the island. It's spotty. It's spotty. But before that, Crystal is talking with a friend at the cafe, and they see a news reporter, Evie Cho's disastrous press conference in its aftermath, and they agree, her and her beautician friend, that this is a part of the big beauty industry's corruption. And then Dr. Van Leer gets up and makes a speech saying he's the acting CEO of Brightborn. And she's like, I know that nigga. And she calls Felix to let him know. <laughs> she goes, she goes full Bernie Mac. Oh, oh, now I know you. Like, <laughs> I even know your name. He used to call you Jawbone. <laughs> oh, my God. Rest in peace. He was the best part of that horrible movie. But she's like, Dr. Van Leer was a doctor who came to treat Delphine when she got shot. What are you saying, Scar? He was, I mean, it was a horrible movie, but like the subsequent movies were much, much worse. Yeah, they should have just stopped. It ain't even water ahead. They should have just stopped. No, have you seen, have you seen anything from the remake? No. It looks horrible. No, I'm not going to do it. No. No, as an adult, the original house party makes me mad. Nigga, do you know how much a toilet costs? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that that movie has like DC Young Fly in it and someone named Jacob Lattimore, and I don't know. I'm cool. They probably and, broke a toilet. So uh Ira can't get in touch with Susan. And so he and Rachel plan a helicopter to come and get them back to the island. And Sarah calls. Um, And Rachel seems oddly calm about the uh, reception and communication issues and explains the reception to the island can get spotty sometimes. But it doesn't seem like a random failure. You know, 
like we said, it seems like once Kasima finished the work, Susan was like, all right, <laughs> where the lights go? Nah, you don't get them neither. Uh, Felix tells Sarah that he heard from Crystal because Miss um, S and Sarah are sitting there talking and they're listening to Felix. And Felix is like, yo. So, like I said, Crystal's, you know, got a information. And uh, they figure out together, Felix and Sarah and Miss S, that there's two completing two competing factions in Neolution, which are bots, which is Evie, versus clones, the Duncans, and they don't want to be caught in the middle of their feud. At the same time, Evie is at a board meeting. Like, there's a board. We know that. But there's a board for Neolution. And the board members are grilling Evie Cho over the problems of Brightborn. And they're like, yo, what we need you to do is... um." Go ahead and uh, sign over that patent. It, it was really like Marlo on the wire when he was like, hey, why don't you just go ahead and give me that ring? Uh, old face Andre, why don't you just slide that over here? I'm, I'm going to hold on to that for you. Hey. And she's like, nah, I ain't signing over nothing to you. And she's like, this ain't none of my fault. I ain't do none of this shit. You know what? The future. I can create a future that works. And they're like, nah. The future's going to work, but it's going to work without you. And she's like, fuck that. And she, she throws the pair back over, and they come over and tap her on the cheek. No, they get they hit her with that Iron Man. <laughs> like, no, no, Except really. She ain't survived that shit. Honestly, it wasn't even Iron Man. It wasn't even Iron Man, my nigga. They hit her with that red light that, uh, that uh, Unicron hit fucking Galvatron with when he wouldn't listen and transformed the movie. Just like, <laughs> Except it was her own technology and they put a kill switch in that motherfucker and you just saw the veins start to spread in her cheek. And Van Leer is like, just just let the technology take you. It's a wrap. Just let the technology she, take she, you. She home. she she 100 percent when I still function. Mm-hmm. And they were like, wanna bet? Yeah, so but basically what he did was he put something uh, near her cheek in the bot, did the bot thing mm-hmm. in her cheek. Bot me. Don't bot me, bro. So, Rachel gets a knock on the door at her hotel and Ferdinand shows up and he's like, she's like, I already ate. And he's like, cool, but have you been serviced? Mm-hmm. Yeah, his he looked like Ferdinand shows up, and his name is Buck. <laughs> I got a truck downstairs, and I'm here to fuck. And so she's like, "I'm not in the mood," and he's like, "Yes, you are." And she's like, "No, I don't have much feeling anymore." And he's like, "Stop being a pussy." Essentially, goes her in the sex. Yeah, so yeah, he goes, she yeah, he, uh, he goes, takes her cane and starts to choke him the fuck out. And she's like, "Yo, I'm with Neolution now. Convert." Yeah, he he t- he tries to debo her. Stop being a bitch and come on. Like he mm-hmm. he tries that, and then she was like, "You don't know who the fuck I am." Right. So the next thing you know, she got a cane to his throat in bed, and he's sitting there thinking it's sex play. But I guarantee you, if Ira hadn't walked in at that moment, I think she would have murdered that nigga. Not because remember, um, Sarah almost did the same thing. He was enjoying himself until he realized it wasn't an enjoyable situation. Hmm. That safe word wasn't going to work. Guarantee it. Um, 
But yeah, Ira comes in and she's like, he has his socks on. <laughs> right? Like, nigga, she's got a cane to his throat. And all you can think of is he's got his socks on. Brandon, you, how do you feel about Ira? I feel like he's not a threat whatsoever. Like, he's literally. He's the nicest besides Mark. He's nicer than Mark. He just kind of lost because he loves uh, Susan and <laughs> kind of follows Rachel around. At least Mark accidentally killed somebody <laughs> trying to be nice. <laughs> he, tried to, he tried to be nice to the dude he was tortured and the motherfucker had a fucking heart attack. But he doesn't he doesn't strike me as like a evil at heart person. He just kind of strikes me as a weak person. Yeah, because he was the one that gave Evie Cho all that information in the first place. That's why he tried to kill us, so. Yeah. Yeah, he, 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 I mean, he weak, but like, you know, he, he was faced with a situation where his own mortality was on the line. Yeah, he was also faced with a situation where Ferdinand was fully tied up with that cane to his throat. And he was like, he's got his socks on. Like, nigga, what? Did you not know you could wear socks in bed with Susan? But, no. um, Nah, dog. You know, she she old school. You got to get ass naked. Like, you can't even keep your shirt on. Like, nope. I took my shirt off once and... Yeah, I, yeah, I can... I'm, I'm, I'm what I really like. I'm, I'd rather be ass naked. Like, I don't want no clothes on when I'm doing my thing. I had a bad experience once. They started sucking my nipples like I had an A cup, and I was like, I don't like this at all. I so, I used to love that shit. Start trying to push my shit together. I was like, all right. <laughs> no, I, I had a conversation a long time ago. I had a conversation because I used to work in a shop that sold adult adult toys. Um, and we're having sitting around having a conversation, and they started talking about like nipple play and stuff like that. And I was just like, hey, I like my nipples lightly chewed. And and the, the one of the ladies was like, what does your wife think of that? Like, and I was like, oh, she's right there. Ask her. Like, like, and she was like, yeah, kind of the thing. Like, that's the thing. We just do the thing and keep it moving. But yeah, lightly chewed. Lightly chewed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ain't no pleasure without pain, dog. I feel you. I don't, but I feel you. I don't really. I could do without the pain. I want some. Mm-mm. I don't need a cane in my throat to know that I had sex. Now, I I wish that I had somebody that'll give me that 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 Ferdinand treatment. I I ain't, I ain't met the chick yet. Oh, you're trying to get real freaky, was, like safe word freaky. Was, I'm, Virgos are very very weird sexually when when well, they I feel know that I you, mean redacted, when they feel <laughs> when they feel when they feel comfortable with you, they are willing to do a lot. Redacted. I know you're married to one. So good. These M&M's taste great. <laughs> I'm scared to say anything else. I never know when she's going to hear shit. But now you're drawing attention to it. And now she's like, who's this she you talking about? Are you talking about me? She would never ask who's this she. She knows that I only have eyes for her. Like, I don't understand people who, Brandon, like, you know the folks who at the barbershop and shit, 
who be like on the phone with their wife and or with their significant other and do the thing with their hand and make it seem like they talking too much or they be like my ball and chain or my girl talk too much or I'm I've done the hand thing, but I've never done the ball and chain thing. I I don't understand it. Like why the fuck Maybe are y'all together? Too much. Why are y'all hold together? On, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're taking this way too far. You're taking this way to the extreme. You can be with someone and they talk too much. Yeah, but <laughs> you look forward to talking to Brandy, even if she talks too much. That don't mean I need to keep talking to her in a certain situation. If you're gonna sit here and lie to the people on this on this podcast, no, and say there's what? never been a situation where you were okay. just like, "Hey, man, conversation's over." Okay, so you're right. There have been times where I've been like, "Yo, land the plane." But you yeah, know I what told, I'm saying? Told, there are people I, who are literally I told you, like, I told you don't that even want to fucking to talk to them. Hmm? No, you just got randomly throwing. I told you that bitch was trying to kill you. You know, they, they all have one of those at work. Um. No comment. But I mean, <laughs> their spouse were literally like they hate their spouses, and I don't understand why they're together. Yeah, but I think that's a different conversation than the spouse talking too much in a specific situation. Especially like you're in the barbershop and you're having a conversation about something, and you're into it, and then your wife calls, you already pissed off because you're ready to be in the argument. You're ready to keep the conversation going. And then she's talking to you, and then it seems like it's over, and then she's just talking and talking and talking. <laughs> you're probably going to be like, oh, my God, like, come on. Like, come on. And you're performing a little bit for your friends, but that don't mean you hate your wife. It just means you want to get off the fucking phone. But, <laughs> but you love your wife enough that you don't just fucking hang up the phone. You sit there and listen to her keep going on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And then you get off. Nah, That's how you know somebody don't love their wife. If you don't love your wife and your wife is going on, on you'd be like, all right, then, and just hang up the phone. That's what I would do with somebody I don't like. Okay. I think that's a, I think that's a, and women do that to us too. If you don't think they do that shit to us, you are fucking mistaken. Oh, no, I'm certain of it. I'm just saying, I just, I don't know. I, I was talking to my wife and I was like, you know, I really look forward to our conversations. I felt sometimes like those those conversations got away from me and I'm just listening to nonsense. But then I left and started living by myself. <laughs> it changes things. It changes a lot of things, actually. So the the you don't you don't know what you got until it's gone. Oh, don't it seem to go that you don't know what you got till it's gone. Tear down or something to put up a parking lot. Boom! Not I'm singing the white girl version. Yeah, Johnny Mitch from yeah, Everlast. You went you went you went from you went from the Janet Jackson to the Johnny to the, Mitchell where where the, where the sample came from. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Crystal comes uh, to this paradise. You take paradise and put it up a parking lot. Oh, I never knew what she said. I literally respect on Crystal's name. You're welcome. Okay. So Crystal comes to the lair 
and she's talking to Felix, and they're looking at uh, comics, and she's looking at Lock and Lock and Key, which I was like, that's dope. Um, and she's like, um, did that, yeah, did that get canceled because they did one season and it just, just no, they like did two seasons. Season. They just put out a, sec- a second season. I have no clue, Brandon. I was wondering that too. No, remember, I think he, he just he getting was- into it. No, no, when he was at, what you call it? Remember, they told him that he was at Scotland Yard and all that other shit. When yeah, but he ain't got to dress like that. He ain't never dressed like that before. Because he was at arts. When he was at arts, they told him that he was some kind of oh, secret, yeah. secret agent. Oh, or yeah, that's but, right. how do, but I would have thought that a secret agent, honestly, secret agents don't really dress like James Bond. To someone like her, I would think they that, absolutely like, do. honestly, <laughs> honestly, I've seen James Bond on one side, and then on the other side, I saw them niggas in Atomic Blonde, and they dressed like the 80s, because it was the 80s. They didn't dress nothing fancy or anything like that. They dress like that sometimes. Yeah, I think that it's a choice. It also depends on the situation. Yeah, the circumstances you're in. But I mean, if you're in a comic book um, store, you're not going to fucking wear a suit and tie. My uncle was a special agent in the FBI for 40 years. And when he retired, they had like a ceremony at FBI headquarters for him. And when we get together for how, like for things together, he always tells us like, there's certain things I really can't talk about. But Mm (laughs) <laughs> the statute of limitations is about to run up and I'm about to write a book because I'm bored as hell because he's retired. So apparently he's going to come out with some stuff. But essentially, I said, hey, Uncle Vince, have you been to every state? And he's like, I've been to every state many times. He told me a story about like a chase in Alaska where they were chasing somebody on a frozen lake. And he's in the car in Alaska over top of a frozen lake that's water just chasing someone. Um, and I was like... <laughs> So, yeah, but I asked him, I was like, hey, do y'all really wear the shades like in Men in Black? This is when I was a kid. And I was like, do y'all wear the shades like in Men in Black? And he was like, no, but we do wear suits and stuff sometimes when we're on, you know, when we're trying to get information from people because people respect the suits. People respect the suits. It's a real thing. My my dad, <clears throat> my dad used to work for Norfolk Naval Shipyard. And for a long time, he couldn't tell me what he did for a living. Turns out he was a ship fitter. He basically just patched holes in boats, but but he, for, he just couldn't tell me anything about what he did. Keep doing, Rashani. Where's he at in your top 20? In your top 50, I guess I should ask Brandon. Brandon, where's Will Smith at in your top, in your all-time rappers list? Yeah, let's do that. Let's just be safe with it when I'm talking to Brandon about this. I'm sure he's somewhere in the top 50. He's fine. I like Brand New Funk. That's a dope-ass song. It is. I also but like, uh, y'all know. I like I He's like probably one of the worst original star rappers. Like original rappers that were stars, he's probably one of the worst to me. 
Like he's, he's up there no over the like he's he, no, no, he's, I mean, he's much better than him. But he's no I mean, cool no, I mean, like he had that 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 same, like he was hitting the same genre. Hey, you, you mentioned breaking earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Um, looks like um, Pop and Taco just died a couple of days ago. He was the Hispanic dude in Breaking. Really, he was the one <laughs> who was a part of Electro Groove or Electro Funk. Yes. Yep. Damn. And he, he apparently he was also a. a a dancer for Michael Jackson, so damn. Rest in peace. I bet did he die of COVID? Wait. Mm, hold on. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't say. Uh no, it said he died of natural causes. Okay. Rest in peace. So Crystal is like, um I I wanna know the the secrets that you're keeping from me. And Feels like, all right, fine. I don't Yo. think you'd be able to handle it, but okay. And she takes, or he takes her downstairs. And yeah, this is like my favorite scene of everything. Hey, who are you? I'm Sarah. I'm uh, your clone. Okay, clones, like, like genetic identicals. Made in the lab. Right. Oh, is this is what you think I look like? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, are you like blind? Because this girl looks nothing like me. Like, first of all, my tits are way bigger. And secondly, even if you could drag a comb through that hair, she's like a seven on a good day, and I've been told I'm a ten. Seven. I was like, that's, that's... Okay. That's so, definitely, you know, that's definitely something that Brandon agrees with. She don't like no busted-ass Sarah. Have y'all seen Sarah? But if Sarah combed her hair, Sarah looks busted. And didn't do drugs. You got to remember, Sarah does a lot of drugs. Yes, that makes you look like a different person. Thank you. You're proving my point. No, I'm not. You ever what seen you're saying somebody, is they don't. You no, ever seen somebody no, who gets no, hooked on stop, drugs? Stop. What you're saying is they look. They look. Are you saying they look nothing alike or they would never look anything alike? Because what I'm that saying is that they look nothing alike when they met each other. They don't look alike. They but don't they look, all like look twins. different. They don't know. No. Allison and Rachel, if you saw them, you're like, that's a clone. Kasima, eat a little bit, but she got, you know, she can fool people with the glasses. You know, Superman fools people. So, you know, you can fool people with glasses and dreads. But Sarah, Allison, and Rachel, Look alike. Rachel's just more kept. Wait, so you're saying Rachel doesn't look like Crystal? No, Crystal oh. doesn't look like any of them, and neither does neither does Helena. Helena, because they make Helena look extra pale. Yeah, yeah. Extra and then pale. they make they make Crystal look tanner, but I mean, she just looks ratchet and stupid. That just tells you how great of an actress she Very is. Very much so. Because, like, you really feel like these are different people. Very much so. Guys, at this point, have literally no idea what's going on. It's so cute. So let me lay it out for you straight, okay? This is about human experiments and two factions fighting to control them. Shit, that's right. Oh. Right? So we have Estee Lauder, okay? <clears throat> And then we have this Swedish company called Neolution. 
It's crazy how right you are. Thank you. Crystal, do you think you can elaborate just a little bit more, give us a, a few more details? Absolutely. But like, hold on tight, because this is very confusing. So Dr. Van Leer is absolutely Neolution because he like showed up out of nowhere with all this medical gear, like right after that French doctor was shot, okay? And then they like took her off in a van. Wait, Van Leer is the one who saved Delphine. I'm sorry, who are you again? <clears throat> I'm Sarah, I'm your clone. Right, whatever. So Van Leer like knew my name Human she, gave, she gave her the look like, mm, are you though? Human <laughs> being. <laughs> and Sarah is on the side like, drugs and alcohol have ruined my life. <laughs> she looked at Sarah like Sarah said she was the fucking strongest Avenger. <laughs> right. Are you though? <laughs> That's what the computer did to him. He was like, point break. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. I, that comes out this week, right? Yes. yes. I ain't gonna see it until it comes out of Disney Plus. Which is yeah. super freaky. And I will never forget his face because he was so pissed at me for being there. And because he definitely had teenage acne. I could tell. No question. Uh, thank you for that, Crystal. Um, you know, there's <sighs> so yeah, in this episode, I laughed till I cried at at, at Crystal. But yeah, her whole face nothing but duck face and posing, and that's not ratchet. That's white girl shit. No, I love, I love the, I love the future scenes. Now, now that she knows where to go, trust her to come back. <laughs> Um, I'm almost certain of it. Those those scenes are hilarious. Kasima's walk around the lab underneath Sarah's underneath Susan's house and overhears the conversation that Susan calls Rachel. And Susan tells Rachel that they're testing the cure and they're now able to start the restart the human cloning project. And they also find out that the Neolution board, or Rachel finds out the Neolution board has replaced Evie with Susan, and she'll be back in Toronto tomorrow. And after she hangs up, Cosima comes up and says to us, we're just a bunch of lab rats, aren't you? Aren't we? And Susan's like, this is how Neolution operates. So it's right there in the book. Did you not read the book? It's in the book. She's like, you never cared about a cure. No, no, I care about the cure, but I care about this more. I care about the whole thing. Did you not read the book? It was written in this very room. You know, this is this is my life's work, right? You do realize that, right? And like for the longest time, I was not able to recreate my life's work. What what Westmoreland um, wrote this down here? Did you not did, did you not get the TPS memo? Yeah, Westmoreland wrote that all of this stuff right here in this room. Gotcha, bitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So, Susan says this isn't just how they operate, and Kasima's taken a bit, a bit back. Susan, or Kasima, is taken aback a bit by this random piece of trivia. But Susan's like, now that you know, I can't let you out this motherfucker. I mean, you grounded. And it's the bedroom that Rachel was stuck in earlier, and now Susan locks Kasima in there. And there's a impromptu news conference outside of... Uh, Brightborn and uh, Dr. Van Leer, Ian, if you're nasty, 
is out there talking with all of the uh, reporters and whatnot. And he's, you know, talking about how he's a new CEO and just, you know, random, common, everyday, run-of-the-mill type stuff. And then Crystal pops up. And she's like, you going to tell him how you murdered? You going to tell him about this? And they're like, what is she talking about? And he's like, nah, I knew immediately. Like, I don't, I don't fucking know what she's talking about. I, I knew the first time I knew immediately that that was not her. The hair wasn't quite right. Yeah, yeah it was Chris fucked like, up. Chris Chris was never coming out without her hair looking busted. like that. Yeah. Sarah got no problem walking around looking busted up. Drugs and alcohol have ruined my life. <laughs> I smoke rocks still broken. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> so Van Leer's like, where the where are you from? She's like TMZ. And he's like, I don't got no comment. Well, what about the dead doctor? Dr. Cormier. And what do, what do you know about what what? And she's like, uh, hold on. Crystal can do it much better than I can. Or I'm sorry, Sarah playing as Crystal can do it better than I can. I don't I don't do stupid well. Thing besides the four counts of criminal negligence. I can't comment on any legal action against the former CEO. Where is Evie Cho now? Disappeared behind her lawyers. We have no contact. Are you a neolutionist? What does the um, neolution have to say about deformed babies? Neolution? I'm sorry, you are? I'm TMZ. I want to know if you have a comment on the attempted murder of Dr. Delphine Cormier. Dr. Cormier? Neil Lucian, can you clarify? Sir, who is Dr. Cormier? I'm sorry, I don't have time for this. Yeah. That's just an hour of Thank you. You recognize me now? Of course. Crystal, we need to make a scene. What do you want? We can talk inside. Do I look stupid? Meet me around the corner. No photos. So, I mean, Sarah acts like Crystal pretty well, other than the wig being a bit askew, homie. Yeah, well, Sarah is the is the chameleon. She's the one that can be any of them. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that Brandon was like, Sarah and Crystal don't look nothing alike. But just right there, she looks just like Crystal and not the full no, Dr. Van like Leer. Crystal. She looked way busted up. <laughs> you were going to say that. Uh, she fooled Van Leer though like straight up to where he was willing to go around the corner and meet her she fooled Van Leer because of cognitive dissonance because she was acting like Crystal yeah all you gotta do is poke your lips out like this when you talk as soon as he got in the car he was like oh you're not Crystal no because she had a wig on Cause she said, cause she, cause Sarah said in her own voice, cut the shit or something like that. When he got in the car, he went, Oh, I see what this is. He didn't know until she spoke in her normal voice. It could have been crystal acting like Sarah. You really believe she could pull that off? I don't think she could. I love the, I love the crystal playing the game at the, at the uh, comic shop. And she's just like, man, fuck this shit. Like, why would I do anything to help anyone? That's bullshit. I hate the zombie apocalypse. So 
she leads him to a truck. Well, Miss S is out there and pulls a gun on him, and she's like, yo, get get in the car. And Chris takes off her sunglasses, and it's actually Sarah, like Brandon knew from the very beginning, because they look nothing alike. I think Scott's going to get a crush on Crystal. He should. No. She would never, ever, ever talk with him. No. Because we go back to uh, we go back to the real Crystal, and she's pissed off that she hasn't played that zombie apocalypse game with them. She throwing shit like Kira was. I can't see it, even though it's not a major spoiler. But like, I can't see it. But it's not her. And so, um, Van Leer tells Sarah that he had nothing to do with shooting Delphine. That was Evie's doing, and he had contrary orders from his higher power, who's the Neolution board. But now Susan may be out of the picture and Rachel has convened the Neolution board without Susan. And Rachel enters the Neolution boardroom and announces the human cloning is now back on as the Neolution goal. Um, and they're a little skeptical, but Rachel convinces them that she's more effective than Evie was. She's because like, she to, hmm? her, her solution is using both. Like, why are we keeping this shit separate? Yeah. Why not both? And everybody picks her up and carries her around the room. But she also gets one of the best lines in uh, when she's like, if y'all want to see what happens to lab rats, when you cut their tail off, let's get to chopping off the tails. Like, let's do it. I am not one of these niggas. Meat's back on the menu, boys. I'm not one of these motherfuckers. (laughs) Like, Evie didn't have the uh, biology to do it, and Susan didn't have the balls to do it. <laughs> I'm doing it all, my niggas. Like, right? Follow they me were, into the oblivion. They were they were both blinded by their sense of competition to each other. Mm-hmm. It's like, like no, I is is this me though? Like, I just ain't no competition. It's me. I'm at the mountaintop. Y'all niggas gonna have to come see me. And the board's impressed with with uh, Rachel's determination to use the clones as mere tools, using Susan's cloning technology merged with Evie's implanted bots. Because now they can be made reliable for generations. With they're going to do it in a country where there's no legal ramifications against uh, human cloning. Why doesn't Rachel care about the cure? She knows she's going to be sick at some point. She should be wanting that fucking cure. Um, remember, she still thinks that she has her mom in her pocket and her mom has access to the cure. She's going there to kill her mama. No, she did not go there to kill her mama. The fucking swan in her eye told her that she needed to kill her mama. And the, and the man's when he was leaving, who I thought the first time I watched it, I thought he was PT. Um, but the man's told her do what you need to do. And then he started showing her shit in her eye and she was like, oh, that's what you're asking me to do. All right, then. Charge! (laughs) (laughs) Ran her mama through. I mean, I ran through a mama before. Oh, yeah, I ran through mom's, grandma's. Like, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, we're getting to the grandma level now. I have not yet. You know what? Yes, I have. Hey, my last girlfriend had five. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Nah, this is when I was like 20. 
I was a boy toy. And then I met my daughter's mom. So I must have been like 19. I don't know. Anyway, it goes. She bought me shit. I was a gigolo. It felt great. Word up. She used me for my body. I put that in my diary. <laughs> so uh, Sarah and Felix and Art arrive in Rachel's hotel room and see Ira chained to the bed. And they thought that they were going to see Ferdinand. So Felix is like, wrong bitch boy. Right. And they assess the situation to figure out that Rachel's headed back to the island to take control. And indeed, we see Rachel in the helicopter landing there. And Sarah makes preparations to follow her to the island. And Felix convinces Ira that Rachel is now their enemy and Susan's in danger. And if you, you know, they're shagging, he tells everybody, like, like it's a secret. But um, he he needs to use his phone to call and warn Susan about what Rachel's about to do. And Rachel gets to Susan's house and finds the white-bearded man who Susan introduces as a messenger. And despite Rachel's attempt to take over, Susan says the clones are property and they won't really accept her. The door to Kasima's room opens and Charlotte says that Rachel's back and making trouble. So Susan recommends that Kasima and Charlotte get to the boat. And Charlotte mentions that there's other people on the island, but we're not supposed to go there. And Kasima takes a package with a cure in it with her. Rachel's still arguing with Susan. And Rachel says she's ready to make the hard choice that Neil Lucian raised her to do. But Susan says she controls the cure and isn't really controlled by the board. And I ain't going to allow you to take control of the clone process. And Susan admits that after meeting with the other clones like Kasima and Sarah, she's ashamed of Rachel and regrets even making her. And that's when she sees the swan in her eye with the head cut off. And that convinced her to stab Susan in the stomach. I just thought she was stabbing her in the stomach because anger issues like Brandon. I just thought that I, I thought Brandon was right. I just thought she was like, I'm going to kill you because you're standing in my way. Because she, I mean, you say the statement that I run everything and I'm not going to let this happen. Well, I'm a Menendez brother, you. Shout out to, who is it, Mark Jackson? For the, uh, Menendez, the, Menendez, the Menendez brothers thing? There is a, there is a, one of the things that the Menendez brothers did before they got caught was they went to a Knicks basketball game and on on Mark Jackson's basketball card there that year, the Menendez brothers are sitting right behind him. Huh. I wonder how much money that's worth. Remember when you, I have basketball cards still. I wonder how much they're worth. Um, I wish I still had mine. And yes, that that is Mark Jackson. Yeah, it's a Mark Jackson, and it's worth the thou out. <laughs> yeah, it's Mark Jackson. They're sitting right behind him, <laughs> and they made the card, uh, both of them. Yeah, that's wild. Eric and Lyle Menendez, Whew. rich kids who couldn't get their hands on the money quickly enough. Right. Sarah arrives by helicopter to the island. She goes to Susan's house and she follows a bloody trail down to the basement where Susan, covered in blood, is trying to do first aid on herself like Rambo and shit. But then Rachel shows up behind her. There's a new challenger and hits her in the eye with her cane. With her cane and uh, they fight and Rachel also stabs Sarah in the leg. <laughs> Sarah was not built for this. Sarah's... Sarah's drug frail. Let's put it like that. And Sarah gets away and limps into the forest. She is 
dope sick frail. Like I looked at her in that fight and I was like, yeah, there's no way you should be losing to a one-legged woman, but there it is. She got her ass was zooped. And Kasima and Charlotte wander into the forest and her physical condition is deteriorate, deteriorating in the cold. So they sit down next to a tree and Kasima's like, don't fall asleep. And you think they about to die, but nope. The white-bearded man, the messenger, leads them to a well-lit, well-populated village. And a cabin opens up and Delphine comes out. And they get Kasima in the bed. I don't know what happened to Charlotte at this point. We don't see her no more. But they get Kasima in the bed and Delphine's like, y'all get out. I'll but, take care of this. I got to warm I, you with my naked body. I don't think Charlotte was as bad off because Charlotte is the one who looked up. Oh, yeah. No, not at all. I'm there. just saying they, they, you know, they just didn't show her no more. So, like... Okay. Like, they didn't even think about her after that point. Kasima was like, I'm going to kiss your cold lips and warm you with my body. All over your body. And Rachel completes bandaging Susan. Like, I'm going to stab you up. Then we're going to talk about what happened. And talks about the visions that she had. And she's seen the swan, the messenger, the village. And Susan says it's a sign that he who built her eye is getting capricious in his old age. The man behind the curtain who wrote the book on Neolution over a century ago. She saw the sign. And it, and it opened, opened up, up her, her eye. eye. Yep. Mm-hmm. Life is demanding without understanding. Yeah, she literally does the she literally does the uh, that meme of the guy that that turns around and shoots the person. And look, look what you made me do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she literally does that meme. Kasima's half conscious as Delphine is explaining to the messenger that she had to treat Kasima, and the messenger is concerned that he isn't happy about it and she won't be allowed to stay with her. And after he leaves, Delphine tells Kasima that they need to be careful here. Kasima's like, I, I have the cure. Well, what we were working on, I completed it. And Kasima, and Delphine's like, Well, I'll inject the cure into you, but we can't let anybody know. So my suspicion that she was going to live like uh, Lucius Lyon did at the end of season one of uh, Empire seems to be going correctly. Sarah calls up Miss S to tell her what happened, but Ferdinand picks up and reassures her that her family's just fine, but he's got a gun pointed at Miss S and Kara inside the the safe house. I don't know how he's got a gun pointed at both of them when one could just run to the other side of the table and then he'd have one gun for two people, but, you know, one's a kid. The funny thing is how the cure actually happens. I can't spoil it for nobody, but that's funny. That's you, you can't you can't spoil it for nobody, but you can talk about it vaguely. This this the, I didn't actually say anything. I just said it's weird. It's it's crazy how it actually happens. Vaguely funny. Rachel does a video conference from Susan's house to Doctor Van Leer and the Neolution board, and she assures them that the science is secure. Um, and Susan tells Sarah that the cure has been taken by Rachel right before Rachel whoops Sarah's ass. But we know that the cure was actually taken by Kasima. So do they both have the, the cure? My thing is this. Um, usually when you make those kind of cultures and stuff like that, they typically don't survive freezing temperatures. Like you cool, you can keep them cool, but they typically don't survive freezing temperatures. And it see. To me, that they were in freezing temperatures. Yeah, but we Am don't I know wrong? where she stashed them at. 
I mean, she obviously had them on her person while she was freezing to death. Yeah, but we don't know where she stashed them at for a heat source. And she's a scientist, so she honestly might have keistered the motherfuckers. Yeah, I mean, but those are, you know, to put a petri dish up your ass is kind of... Oh, I'm sorry. What's the... What's, what's stuck in her vagina and walked like a penguin? I don't fucking know. What I know is that as a scientist, I didn't see her carrying the cure... And she had to keep it in a heat source that was continuous. So it wasn't in her pocket. It was in her bag. She had a bag. She had oh, a okay, cool. Bag. I didn't even see that part. She I went like straight to the vagina. Yeah. Yeah, I went straight there. Because that's this how whole, D-boys this... have their, have their uh, ladies getting drugs off airplanes, walking like a penguin. This whole shit with the island is fucking wild. Yeah, it is. And so when she tells in at the Science of Secure, they thank her and say Mr. Westland will uh, see her now. And Rachel's standing outside a wooden building as the door opens and she smiles. And I bet you Westmoreland is that same old dude. I've already said that it wasn't. I don't care. You, you... I've already said I thought he was PT. I thought the dude with the with the beard was, was PT. Oh, so... Okay, then it's Van Leer. No comment. Randy, you got any thoughts? No. I want to see who the new I want to see who the Neolution person is. Yeah, me too. I'm thinking it's PT or it's uh Van Leer. I can't be fooled again. PT is a very interesting gentleman. Scar, you got any uh, um, thoughts? No, I enjoyed it. I, I, you know, I don't have nothing going on, but like, I, I enjoy the, I, I'm enjoying these episodes, and I'm ready for the wild um, final season. So is Brandon, and also ten this, episodes. That's this, it. Between 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 this and the next episode, that's when uh, Jordan Gavaris actually came out the closet. Oh, okay. He came out of the closet before the last season. So. Brandon, let's let's run this again. You want us to watch three separate one season shows? No, we're watching one one season show. Then we're watching a two season show, and then we're finishing with a one season show. That's four seasons. Technically, that's not how this works. Well, I'm making it work. And they're all related in some way. But they're all shows that nobody's ever seen before. You, yes, they have. What are you talking about? You haven't no, seen them. Just, just none of the you three haven't of us. Seen them. You said none of the three of us have seen these shows, correct? No, I've seen the first show we're doing. I've seen the Undoing. Okay. That's why I went. That's the point. I'm sick and tired of Scar telling me what's about to come. And you tell me what's about to come and look for it. I have this. never once said what's yes, about you to have. come. Yes, you have in eyes. Oh, I can't wait till this happens. Brandon, you'll see what happens. I got to keep quiet about this. No, both of y'all shut the fuck up and watch the show and react <laughs> like I react. I'm tired of being the only person who hasn't seen shit. Okay? So for <laughs> once, y'all ain't about to see shit. And y'all gonna have to react like me. But what if the shows are awful? They're not awful. I've seen the first show. It's fantastic. It was a it was a cult classic. The whole world was going crazy for it. It, yeah. it can't be worse than 
playmakers. Or Oz. Like, what are you talking about? Go play this watch horrible shows. What Oz became, fam. Like, it was the last two seasons. Three. Season four was. Kind of three. The last three seasons. The first half of season four was good. Up until uh, Adebisi died. When Adebisi died, in my opinion, that's when Oz started going downhill. Scar gave us five, well, at least four so far. Four great seasons of television. I'm about to give you four great seasons of television, and you are here complaining after you gave us four horrible seasons of television. I'm giving you five great seasons of television and two podcast seasons of television. All right, y'all fuck around. Orphan Black's great television, and I was going to do I was going to do Twelve Monkeys, but y'all were talking about y'all don't want to watch confusing shit, and so we'll we'll do that. Another time. Nah, I said I said I didn't want to do I didn't want to do Mr. Robot again. I'm good. I right, we're gonna do around. the undoing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna do the undoing. Out. I'm gonna come out and I'm gonna show y'all a show that everybody loves. And when you when you like watch one the of undoing the top five shows of all time. When you watch the undoing, you're gonna get into it. You lucky I didn't do Game of Thrones. I spared you. Like I said, you could have done Game of Thrones. I would have just brought Shanta in. I spared you. And yeah, you no, you spared me because I don't want to watch that shit. Every single week, Shantae would have been like, "Yeah, but let me tell you why this is shitty." Because that's my homie. Yeah, but it wasn't shitty. That's a lie. Game of Thrones was not shitty the first seven seasons. It was not shitty. That was a no, lie. It, wasn't. it was absolutely wonderful. And then that, that last season lie. came around after they ran out of book. And it was just like, we that get to do what we want fantastic. now? We, we get to do what we want now? Okay. People are real revisionists with Game of Thrones. No, they're not. Real they all universally say that last season sucked. Real revisionists. Like Lost. Still have never seen it. No desire. And Lost was great until that last season. So... 916-633-1537. Return to Oswald at gmail.com. Scar's on Twitter at Scarfinger. Brandon's on Twitter at that cool black nerd. Black is spelled B-L-K. You can find me at Ratchet Book Club. And the show is RTO Podcast. You can leave a review on Spotify. You can also leave a review on Podchaser. Copy and paste that in Apple Podcasts and copy and paste that into the Good Pods app. You can donate to the show at patreon.com slash single simulcast or at buymeacoffee.com slash sscast or on the Good Pods app. You can leave a tip in the tip jar. Thank you so much for joining us. We greatly appreciate it. Y'all be good. I'm going to holler at you later. Peace. Peace out.
theme music for another one was made by Makai Beats, and it's called Heaven. You can contact him on Makai.com, which is M-A-K-A-I-H.com, or you can find his beat on the Free Music Archive. This is Single Simulcast. Don't know by now that you slipped. 